Hey guys, uh, welcome to episode three of the Level Nine podcast with Jesse and I. We're super excited about, about this one. You know, things are starting to ramp up in the video game world, so um, this should be a, a pretty fun episode. How, how have you been doing over the last week, there, Jesse? Oh, pretty good. I've just been kind of sucked back into Shadow of War on the PlayStation Five, so that's been kind of keeping up my time. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what we what is in store with the Game Awards uh, next Thursday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sh- Shadow of War, what a game that is! Eh? Like, it's it's super underrated. Yeah, I mean, I know when it was first released, a lot of people kind of had a bad impression just because there was a lot of in uh, in game transactions that. Uh, kind of deterred some people but it's a it's an excellent mm-hmm. game i mean it, it is easy just to get sucked into and it's just, yeah it's just one of my favorite games that i've played recently especially shadow of mordor too i, I mean yeah, I that... that one too and that one was it blew me away it kind of surprised me too because i i hadn't really experienced lord of the rings yet and i jumped into that one and i just i fell in love with the the, the world that uh that nemesis system they have going on is pretty is pretty game uh, game changing i think i hope i hope some other games take take note of that but i also wouldn't be too upset if they just kind of keep it like to their to their kind of thing because it's really cool how how that nemesis system works yeah for sure that's what by far one of my favorite aspects of that game too it's it's always different and unique too just the different interactions you have with each orc and each warlord and it's it's really I, i that's yeah i love it Right, exactly. And uh, as you previously mentioned, obviously the Thursday, uh, December 10th, uh, I, I believe it's at, I don't know, 8 p.m., I think, is the uh, the annual Game Awards for 2020. And it, our last episode, we kind of gave our predictions for the nominees and whatnot. But, uh, you know, at every Game Awards is always a huge announcement. Like like Xbox announced their previous, like like the Xbox Series X at last year's Game Awards. So there's always some sort of a big hype announcement. And uh, I, I think we're just going to kind of go through here and like what we expect to see, what we want to see, and kind of give like each kind of give like a super stretch far off game that's going to get like revealed that there's no like ground to it or anything like that. Just something we like on our wish list. But yeah, so is there any like a big games that you like expect to see from Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, or even like even like some game developers? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking we'll probably see a bit of Far Cry 6. I mean, that was kind of one of the bigger ones that was announced, I think, a year or so ago uh death loop as well i think i believe that's by bethesda that one looks uh, a bit intriguing based on the the gameplay i've seen uh so far i, n- I know we're probably not going to get elder scrolls 6 but i mean I- i'm going to dream about that every single day until we get more from todd howard uh and yeah <laughs> you're going place- to be dream for a while definitely dream for a while yeah, now. it'll probably be the playstation 6 or 7 that we ended up actually getting some sort of reveal for that <laughs> yeah who, who knows uh ratchet and clank that's the the child in me uh the playstation uh fanboy in me wants to see some more ratchet and clank maybe a release date as well because i know there's a lot of uh, at least playstation 5 games right now that have just been released for 2021 and there's no specific date so i'd like to see some more uh release dates for some of these top games yeah no definitely i mean i mean like there's no like I feel like the Game Awards, especially this year, like I feel like, you know, like with No E3, I feel like we're going to see a lot more bigger announcements than what we normally would. Um, so I wouldn't be like, what I'm expecting to see, I guess, they made the Xbox already came, Microsoft already came out and said that we're not going to, we're not, we're not seeing Halo Infinite news at the Game Awards. So um, that's definitely something that I was, I was expecting to see, but they came out recently and said that that's not ready to show yet. But I do expect to see a bit of Hellblade too. Um, I mean, it was revealed at the Game Awards last year too, with along with the Series X. So I would expect to see a bit of an update on that one. I mean, there is a playable, like a playable, like like a game's playable at the moment. So I'm sure we'll see some gameplay for that too. But that's that's definitely one I expect to see. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see 
Skull and Bones, like the new Skull and Bones uh, that, that Ubisoft has, you know, showed off a couple of years ago at the E3. But um, they had, they said they said they kind of had to revamp everything. So I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see that kind of be thrown there. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, like they're, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sell my, my expectations to like not super high because I, I don't want to be disappointed. But uh, I think I, I think like, like I said, we'll see some Hellblade 2. We'll probably definitely see something from Ubisoft, more likely Far Cry 6. Um, and I think we'll see their Deathloop or maybe even like a, got, like a, a bit of a new God of War from PlayStation. Yeah, That's so far we've just had the kind of what I expect to see at this point. If it's, if it's not if it's not God of War, it's going to be another big PlayStation title, like you said, probably Deathloop or something like that. This is kind of keep the momentum going, but. Um, so that, that's kind of what I expect to see now, I guess, from expecting, like, what do you wish to see? I know you mentioned uh, Elder Scrolls 6. So obviously that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's always possible, but Todd Howard always likes to like, reveal games closer to the release date than kind of a couple of years out, right? So we'll I go mean, from there. We'll probably be seeing Skyrim being ported on the PlayStation 5 and Series X before we actually get an Elder Scrolls 6. But I mean, I'm looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West. That game's gonna uh, to be one of the top PlayStation Five games for me, anyway. So far, with God of War, we've only seen the short reveal trailer with the logo, and I believe Kratos was talking in the background. So I mean, if we see anything from either Horizon or God of War, I'm gonna be uh, sold and excited. Uh, I'm I'm not too sure what I, I'm I'm sure there's gonna be a surprise or two, maybe some more Gotham Knights. I know I'm kind of iffy with that one. Just because Batman's not in it, and okay, yeah, that I think it's like four or five uh, superheroes you play as you alternate. Which I mean, it could be exciting. It, it the Arkham games. Keep keep, love... keep in mind, Batman's Batman's dead during the Gotham Knights. I I right? know. Like, Batman, I, mean, like, like... I I I I think if you don't see a death in a video game like on screen, then he's he's. I think he's still. I think he'll make an appearance, maybe near the end or in DLC. But I mean, you never saw him die in the actual game. You just saw the house, the mansion blow up. So I think, I think he's still out there somewhere. It's true, it's valid. I mean, I mean, obviously we got to play the game to know, but I, I do see where you're coming from. Like, you know, it's kind of building up the, the hype to be like, oh man, okay, we want to see Batman, then he'll come out of nowhere or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are some good. Those are some good ones. I think you know, if if Sony's able to show off either Horizon or God of War, then they'll they'll they'll, they'll be set there. I think those like obviously you know, Ratchet and Clank is probably the next game that's going to come out, um, for the PS5. Uh, maybe maybe Deathloop, but I feel like Deathloop would be a, a bit of a development struggle, um, right now. Um, I shouldn't say a struggle, more like a like a lull. Like they're kind of like it, it was. It's been delayed already, right? So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's not as finished as we thought it was. But Ratchet and Clank, I think, is the next PlayStation Five game. But we've already seen a lot of gameplay on that and like stuff like that. So I don't know if they would really show it there. They might just to kind of do a little bit of a teaser. But I don't think we'll expect to see much. But if God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, like an appearance, that'd be huge. Um, the one game that I really hope to see that I highly, highly doubt we'll see will be. Uh, a bit more on Dragon Age 4 from EA, from uh, Bioware. Um, obviously, you know, we've seen a bit uh, during EA play, they kind of showing a few screenshots here and there, but they didn't show any gameplay or anything like that. So um, I do know Dragon Age 4 was revealed two years ago at Game Awards. So uh, it's, I mean, just a, that's one game I hope I can, even just a little bit of a teaser to kind of give us kind of a backstory of what's happening in that game. I think it's still a couple of years out, but that's one that I really, like probably top of my list that I want to see. Yeah, I, I played Dragon Age Inquisition, and it, it really, that one surprised me too, because I hadn't really played any other ones up until then, but then uh, I started playing that one recently, and it, it kind of took me by shock a little bit. It kind of sucked up a lot of my time when I started playing it. I'm also looking at uh, 2021 Video Game Awards, or sorry, releases, and the Prince of releases, Persia, 
yeah, the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake, I completely forgot about. I hope we see some more of that because those are, uh, I think there were three games for the PS2 that I played a lot of. And I didn't play the, the PS3 one just because it was garbage and uh, the movie you know wasn't very great either but i'd love to see some a bit more of that as well as well as stray too i'm not sure if you've seen any of that but it, the trailer for it, it's just a cat with a backpack wandering around a city so, yeah that, i did see that at the, uh, during the one of the playstation uh what are they called fate of plays right one of the state of plays and i was like oh, yeah. this is kind of intriguing like i'm kind of curious to see how you can actually make this like a, a game that kind of draws people in so that'd be kind of cool to see um i was just thinking actually and talking about ubisoft um i wonder if we would see like you know how they they mentioned the assassin's creed um like like tv series in development on netflix i wonder if they'll kind of reveal like show a bit of their show a bit of that there i know it's the game awards but they did show off uh, uh their their one show there i believe I, f- I forget what it's called i think it's called like mythical quest or something like that but uh ubisoft is no stranger to the game awards i'm I, I would love to see kind of what they're doing with the Assassin's Creed series on Netflix because obviously, you know, how big of a Assassin's Creed fan I am. So, yeah, and the movie wasn't pretty uh, bad either. I know it didn't really get reviewed that favorably, but I, I enjoyed it. It, it kind of touched on a lot of Yeah, I, th- I think the thing about the movie is that, like, if you weren't like a diehard Assassin's Creed fan, like, you probably enjoyed it. But, like, just like personally, like myself, I did not like that movie at all. It didn't even, like, it shouldn't even be called the Assassin's Creed movie. It wasn't really. <laughs> related any sorts of way so um but i know that like the fact that they're partnering with netflix like i do hope that this tv series is pretty solid there um obviously the witcher's doing well on netflix and we know um so netflix has a good rap so i do expect them to have show bit there but that'd be kind of cool to see a bit of a teaser for that tv series it's it's good to see that video games are kind of transitioning into tv rather than movies because with video game movies they don't really have a great track record i mean we're getting last of us uh, on hbo as well uh, there hasn't really been much announced for it but maybe they'll they'll announce a, a cast or, or and on charity can't forget about on charity either yeah there's a lot of exciting uh tv shows based on games uh, coming up i mean yeah it, it, it's good to see because like i said with movies they haven't really had the best of luck with that sort of thing I feel I, I feel like I feel like they're starting to listen to the fans a bit more. Yeah, that's why. Like you heard, like you seen with Sonic, like you know, like they had to delay the movie to kind of edit them to so the fans can enjoy it. And that that actually turned out to be a really solid movie. So yeah, they got bullied into redesigning Sonic, and it actually it, it turned out well. I just saw the Clifford the Big Red Dog movie uh, trailer too. I know it's not a video game, but I'm hoping we can kind of do that too because Clifford just looks terrible in that commercial. I seen that. I seen a bit of a teaser on IGN, and I was like, oh boy. This is, uh... yeah. That's not like <laughs> it's, just, it, it's so strange. It's, yeah. It literally just looked like it was a like a like a, like a brown puppy dyed red. That's literally what it looked like. It was just, I don't know. Hey, hopefully they I'm looking forward to seeing out. how that turns out. I don't even know why the Cliff Clifford needs a live action movie. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it'd be alright. Who knows? But uh, probably not. I mean, and you know, like obviously, I would I would, I would normally at this time we speaking of game awards, we would normally expect to see a Cyberpunk announcement at game awards. But Cyberpunk actually comes out uh, at the before the game awards, I think what when it comes out Monday? No, the same day. Tuesday. They both come out on uh, yeah. Oh, the, the same day as the game awards. Yeah, Cyberpunk September tenth. Oh, so yeah. And I, I I know we had this conversation before recording, but you're like you're way more hyped for this game than than I am. Like I I I'm looking forward to it, but um I I know you're a huge Witcher fan, and like I enjoyed The Witcher, but it wasn't like I never got through it because it was just so long. And I feel like the same thing's gonna happen to me with Cyberpunk. It's gonna be too much for me, but. Uh, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on that. Well, yeah, that was one of the things that Cyberpunk has uh, announced that 
based on the the feedback of people who play the witcher cyberpunk isn't going to be as long which i mean it could be good i mean i personally like the length just because when i enjoy a game i like to just do as much as possible without worrying about coming near the end right but uh yeah i mean it's it's cyberpunk so already that uh, it gives it a lot of credibility and excitement level i know people including myself their anticipation for this game has kind of died with three uh kind of pushed backs with the dates i mean it was originally supposed to come out in april of 2020 and now it's coming out december 10th so I mean, it is... Knock, knock on wood, it's still coming out. Like, how yeah, I mean, got, it, but who knows I mean, this race? <laughs> yeah, we have just under a week, so hopefully, you know, everything's good to go. I would hope, you know, that we don't see another delay, but you never say never now. But, I mean, yeah, just based on what I've like, seen... But... I was just going to say, that, like, the, the, like, don't get me wrong, like, obviously, you know, CD Projekt Red has a huge, huge, uh, like, like, huge following, and they, like, if they're going to make a game good, it's going to be them. But at the same time, I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot already with this game by you know, delaying it three times already and kind of, you know, setting the expectation super high where it's like, if there's any sort of bug or failure that it's not going to be as good as people think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's certainly been built up to this just unattainable, uh, just expectation of just the game. And I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some issues with it at launch there. I know there's going to be an update. Day oh, one. Yeah. I, like I have it pre-ordered on the PS5, even though it is the PS4 version, they're going to be releasing the next gen versions sometime next year so that's kind of disappointing that they couldn't have figured that out before launch but i mean it's still going to be the the character customization based on what i've seen looks like nothing like we've ever seen it looks like there's a lot of in-depth decisions and details that affect pretty much everything you do i like the story like like the story and just the customization of everything in that game is what really kind of drive me towards it um i do i do know cc product red is able to tell a very compelling story which i mean we we're both huge rpg fans so a good story is what we need in the game yeah i mean they made a quest where you have to track down some old lady's frying pan exciting in the witcher 3 so i'm sure they can come up with a few side missions that keep our attention i'm excited just to walk through night city and drive through night city with the various vehicles and interact with pretty much everybody i see with johnny uh right beside me aka keanu reeves just kind of talking in my ear the entire game that's going to be Another, another exciting part just kind of interacting with him throughout the game because i know he's in it quite a lot based on what i've seen and heard still i still think that's one of the coolest video game announcements i've ever seen like it's, it's definitely gone down in the e3 history when uh keanu reeves comes out on the xbox stage to talk about cyberpunk oh man then talk just, about hype yeah and then just tells everybody that they're breathtaking and then everybody just screams at him oh man like that, that's definitely one of like top 10 or probably honestly top three three moments at this I, point. It's, it's the one. other one's probably ridge racer with people with the ps3 but uh oh, Jesus. we'll, <laughs> we'll talk a, about that another, in, in another podcast now you mentioned that your excitement yeah, level for cyberpunk is kind of down a bit is that just based on the uh, three pushbacks that they've had or is it something else uh a, a little bit yes but at the same time like it's coming. It's kind of coming out at like a like a, 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 a tough time for me, just because I'm going through Assassin's Creed right now, and like I'm just enjoying that game so much. I don't really want to get drawn out of it, and I know by the time I'm done it, I'm gonna have like 80 to 90 hours into it, and so I'm gonna be burnt out. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if I want. I don't know if I'm ready for another 30 to 40 hour, or th- like 30 to 40 hour main story, and then another like 20, 30 hours on top of that to kind of do all the side quests at this point. I think that's what's really kind of 
dying me out a little bit is just because I'm just going to finish another big game. I don't know if I'm going to jump into Cyberpunk right away. I might play some Call of Duty for a little bit or something once I'm finished. But um, like I, my expectations are, I think, and I also think my, my expectations are super high for the game, and I don't want to be like disappointed and crushed by them. Yeah, it's going to be nearly impossible to match uh, the expectation this game has. I'm sure there's going to be issues at launch, but I'm hoping that it can kind of attempt to match my expectations. The, like the ideal, the ideal scenario that I wish would have happened would be, you know, they revealed Cyberpunk, didn't give a release date at all. Like, like no one knows when this game is coming out. They'll just say it's, it's ready, and then they launch it next, next, like next holiday for the like next gen only. Like that's what the ideal scenario would have been. But obviously, you know, they they can't do that at this point. But like when they first announced the game, instead of announcing like a, an April release date and keep pushing it back, because I think that really hurt, hurt it a little bit. I mean, it's still going to sell well, don't get me wrong, but it's, I think it's hurt it a little bit. Um, but they should have just not announced the release date and just focus on next-gen titles only. Yeah, I think that's why you, saw, you see a lot of developers now just when they're releasing or, or showcasing a, a new video game title, they just put the year. They don't put a date just so in case something goes wrong or they need to push it back. They're not, you know, like you said, shooting themselves in the foot. And- like even 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 putting the year is kind of risky at this point. Like just the fact that like everything that goes into game development and like, you know, like like at this point, everybody expects games to be delayed. I, when, I, when I see a release date, I never expected to come out on that exact date. Especially with having to make it for the PS4, Xbox One, and PS5, and right. uh, Series X Plus uh, PC, it's probably probably a bit challenging. I would imagine. See, like, like, and and, and it's obviously like for my Xbox experience, but like Fable, for example, like they they just showed a trailer. They didn't say when it's coming. They all they said was coming soon. And I'm not. I'm just using Fable as that example because it's the most recent one I can remember. Or, or it's like even God of War, like God of War for PS5, they didn't put 2021, right? They just kind of showed a trailer and say, here you go, it's in development, like type thing. That's the way I think most games should be. And then like, you know, like a month or two months before the game comes out, they're like, okay, yep, here, here's the release date. Instead of sending a release date like a year or two in advance. Yeah, I certainly agree. It, it builds a lot more expense too when, you, when you're not expecting it to come out and you're not, you're just kind of waiting for more uh, to be teased. And then when it finally happens, you, the excitement level kind of, bursts a little bit and like i know i know for companies like ubisoft and whatnot they have like a release cycle right like Assassin's creed comes out then far cry and they gotta kind of follow that but for like cd project red for example like that's this is their biggest game like they've been working on this game for i don't know like eight eight nine years almost right so yeah it was first announced in 2012 i read that today and it kind of blew me away right like it's been eight years since they announced the game um and it feels like 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 just find up on the release day on it. You don't really pressure your team as much to do, do to, to like crunch. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, okay, we'll be, be ready when it's ready. Don't worry about setting time time period and stuff like that. But obviously, I'm not working in the game industry, so I don't know what goes behind on behind the scenes. But that's just the way I think like bigger titles should be announced at that point. I mean, anything is better than the last Guardian. I'm not sure if you followed that, but it was oh I'm, yeah, it I was delayed <laughs> a lot of times and finally came out and it just kind of. Wasn't that great? The pushback did kind of kill a bit of the hype for me, but I think it's more just the fact that I have so many games backlogged right now. The Control, for example, just came out on the Xbox Game Pass today, so I can buy, I, I can go play that and not worry about like you know what I mean. Like there's just so many games. Personally, with owning an Xbox, and PlayStation has a lot of games too, but just there's so many. My my gaming catalog is backed up, so I think Cyberpunk to it isn't it's great, but I also know like if I don't play that game right off the bat, there's be a lot of spoilers on the internet. So I'm kind of torn on what to do when it comes out. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I am about 50% into Shadow of War right now. I'm, I have, I think, 
yesterday I looked at said 30 or 40 hours played. And like I said, there's two more expansions. So I know I'm not going to finish it before the 10th, but I don't want to leave it because I know once I do and I go to cyberpunk, I'll just be, I'll, I'll be completely lost next time I jump in, you know, five, six months later. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at where Assassin's Creed where I'm like, I know cyberpunks are around the corner and I'm like, I want to finish Assassin's Creed, but also just want to take my time and enjoy because I'm really, I'm really having a good time playing it. It's, it's still the only game I played on my Xbox Series X. Like it came out like almost a month ago and it's, Assassin's Creed is the only game I've, I've put in there and even played besides a bit of Tetris effect. So <laughs> two very different video games. Speaking of uh, video game releases, I guess Phoenix, what Immortals Rising it's called. What, what an awful name. But, Immortals uh, Phoenix God, Rising. Like, Gods and Monsters was way better. So it came out, <laughs> came out yesterday for all, all, all consoles. And I mean, like, I just can't get over the name. Like, the name really just irks me. Like, you know, when I say, when I say I'm, I'm going to play Gods and Monsters, that sounds way cooler than I'm going to go play Immortals Phoenix Rising. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just, <laughs> like, the naming just bothers me. I don't know why. It just irks me so much. I don't like it. So... Um, but it, it, it looks like a Breath of the Wild, uh, like spin off, like not spin off, but like a from what I'm seeing from all the reviews, like they don't even hold back, they copied their Breath of the Wild, which is fantastic in my eyes because I love that game. So, yeah, it, it, Phoenix is the main character, so I mean, that kind of I understand that, but it, I agree. It, the name it, they could have definitely thought of something else, but I mean, I, I'm applauding Ubisoft because it seems like every other release is from Ubisoft, they must have like 72 different, right? Like, I feel like Ubisoft. I feel like Ubisoft at this point is the only game company that's out there. This, uh, every time I turn around, they're releasing a game. Watch Talk Legion, Assassin's Creed. That's <laughs> just like, and now Phoenix Rising, and then you got uh, Outright, or not, what's that game of the kid that, well, I guess you got Prince of Persia coming out, and then you got, um, I'm, not, I'm not trying sure. to think of it, but anyway, it's like, it's like, it's like that game was like, like it's, it's like steep. It's Riders yeah, Republic, you know I just about. found it, yeah. Riders Republic, yeah, yeah, like, like, like they have. I feel like they have that game coming out in February. I feel like they have Prince of Persia in January. I think, and it's just like, holy jeez, like yeah, just in twenty twenty one. Good for they, them. They have Far Cry Six, Riders Republic, <laughs> Skull and Bones, Prince of Persia, and Roller Champions, and that's just what's been uh, like announced. They're still right, and you you know they have a couple other big games up their sleeves. Like the Ubisoft wants really like like they always have they always have like like a November release date for like a big game. Those are going to reach that. Um, maybe Far Cry. I mean, I'm sure they'll be uh, sprinkling in some uh, Valhalla DLC as well. Maybe even at the Game Awards, though. Yeah, uh, well, I, they they already they already set out the roadmap for the for the DLC. So one comes out in like December, I think it's I forget the date. But then there's another one that comes out like the Siege of Paris comes out in December of next year. So they already have a year long roadmap for Valhalla, which to me means the next Assassin's Creed game isn't coming out until 2022, which makes sense. I think that's good too because it kind of just gives people time to digest the current one, especially with Odyssey and Valhalla being so massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I know. I, as much as as much as I don't like Ubisoft for like their internal practices with like all all the stuff that's going on there, they they do know how to put out some games. That's for sure. Yeah, they've certainly been kind of uh, picking up the scraps of like the last several years of Ubisoft because it hasn't been the greatest. Uh, but recently, they've been kind of building back up the foundation of what they are hoping to be. Right, exactly, exactly. It, yeah, so Phoenix War, like, I haven't played it yet, and it's definitely something I'm going to definitely get into, but that probably won't be a day, like a day one release to me. That'd be more like, like, like an extra type thing. There's just too many games on the backlog right now that you just kind of have to push this aside for now because it's not really uh, that uh, a big of a release to, to play right now, especially with like everything coming out the next uh, few weeks and months. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, speaking of that, like that's actually perfect. But I'm just looking at the Xbox Game Pass releases for December 2020, and there's 17 new titles that come out in December on Game Pass, and like there, there's some good ones. There's Control, uh, there's Do Eternal, uh, Haven, Rage 2, Slime Rancher, uh, Dragon Quest. The, I, I know Dragon Quest is already on PlayStation, but it's coming to Xbox on December 4th. Um, you got Greedfall as well, Ukulele. Like it's just there's 17 games coming out from December 3rd to December 10th on Game Pass. Yeah, Control is one that I've uh, been wanting to play for quite some time just because it's, they had the Alan Wake expansion, which that piqued my interest once I uh, heard. But I, I hear that the story is just, it's 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 good and the gameplay is good. So, I mean, it, it's definitely been one. And it's on sale on the PlayStation. I mean, it did right get nominated for Game of the Year last year. So, I mean, it's definitely one I want to play, but I know there's probably, you probably have to put away a lot of time to play that one. So, I mean, that's kind of the only reason I haven't yet. Maybe I'll start the new year. Right, but I mean, hey, you... You said you said you said you just recently downloaded the Game Pass on your phone. So I mean, if you ever did want to try it, you can just jump in on that. So yeah, I downloaded it on my phone. I was playing, uh, I think, the first Halo with my PlayStation Four controller, and it just blew me away. I, like I wish I had that five, ten years ago. Right? How, how you liking the first Halo? I mean, it's good. It's Obviously, hard it's to... a bit dated, but yeah, it doesn't look the greatest. I mean, it 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 looks really bad but i know it's it's just a legendary game so i and i've never played any of the halo series uh i've started the first one it's it's i mean i don't hate it but i mean it's not really it's it's hard to kind of jump into a first person shooter campaign that's i don't even know like 15 20 years old wanted to come out right no i, I see you there but uh yeah. you, you, you have to uh we'll have to try and get, get through the halo series together because we could like you, you can do every co every campaign in co-op so um and try and get through it together yeah yeah that might be uh something that's a good that's a beauty of halo you can do literally do anything in co-op it's great i know the multi is the multiplayer still active with the master chief collection uh yeah it's still yeah yeah it's, i think they actually just added halo 4 to the master chief collection actually recently so maybe even halo 5 actually i don't know i'm not sure but uh maybe i'd be better off trying the, the multiplayer the still, still the community is community still well and alive the halo multiplayer community will never die <laughs> yeah i can understand that it was the one that kind of led into esports right like halo like halo was the esports game for the longest time yeah now there's like fortnite rocket league call of duty overwatch i wish there was more battlefield i love battlefield but you don't really see much on that i'm super excited i do wonder if we'll see any battlefield announcement at the game awards because they said 2021 is their launch title for battlefield 6 so oh i hope give so. a bit of a teaser there like EA always has a strong presence at Game Awards. They always announce a lot of their games there, or even give like teasers. So um, we'll see. But uh, Battlefield Six just looks sounds like it's gonna be like, like crazy. Like I th- I, from what I was reading, I think there's like 100 v 100 maps and stuff like that. So it's gonna be cr- like wild. Just keep battle royale modes away from it, and I will take it because Firestorm in right. Battlefield Five was just it seemed like they scored it for about two, feel, weeks and then they just kind of gave up on it. I, yeah, I feel like Battlefield kind of needs to. To get away from the fact that, like, like or the mindset that we're COD's competitor and just kind of go on their own. Yeah, when they were doing that, it seemed like Battlefield Four more... when they when they first kind of branched off from Call of Duty and became their own entity. And Battlefield Four was uh, amazing, and Battlefield One I spent about two three hundred hours in that one maybe. Uh, and then Battlefield Five, yes. it's it's pretty much like a copy and paste of one, and it's just not. I'm hoping with the Battlefield Six we get more. I don't want too like current modern, but maybe from like a Vietnam kind of thing. I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd be okay with even like, like just like modern, like, like, like now, not futuristic or anything, but just like, like a twenty twenty game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, once I they would, start I'd adding be, like okay a with that, but... yeah, that's when you lose me. 
like jet, jet packs, packs and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I like just stay in the modern times or go go a bit back. But I think I think they've done World War One. They've obviously done World War Two. So I mean, Vietnam makes a logical choice, and Call of Duty Black Ops is Vietnam War Two. So who knows? Maybe they're trying to go head and head with that. But I think Battlefield just kind of needs to get away from that mindset of COD's our main competitor because they're both very different games. Like if you want realistic. Like realistic first person shooter, Battlefield's the way to go. If you want more of an arcade, have fun with friends, Call of Duty's the way to go, right? So that's the thing with Battlefield much. 5 is that it felt like they were competing or attempting to duplicate Call of Duty. It felt more arcadey and more jumping in and just playing mm. rather than strategizing with like your teammates. And yeah, in operations mode, you spend like an hour to an hour and a half playing and you really have to communicate with your team or you're probably going to lose that game. And Battlefield 5, it's right, it's exactly. Like, like, just jumping in and shooting people. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like they need to get away from that. Like, like go back to like the Battlefield Four route, route where it's like you know, like like the billions collapse and stuff like that. Like that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed Battlefield Four a lot. I mean, was, I'm, that, was, was that Battlefield Three? I, I I guess both of them had building collapses. I'm trying to think. I think Battlefield Four was the one. Battlefield where, Four was the Shanghai you know, like, one, the massive sky tower collapsing mid match. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Where you, like you, you shoot all the pillars at the bottom, and the building can collapse. Like that, like that, that Battlefield, right? Like Call of Duty can never do that. Like Maybe that's like battle what Battlefield is to me. Too. Like uh, just environmental damage and, and you could destroy buildings. And I'm, I'm surprised Call of Duty hasn't kind of adapted that more. Yeah, but I, I feel like Call of Duty knows what they are. Like I feel like Call of, Duty, Call of Duty is more like, okay, we're a first-person shooter arcade game that people just play. Like just play. For Battlefield, I feel like it's more for the hardcore first-person shooter fans. I think they, uh, a Battlefield but, 3 or 4 remaster would be, that would be something too. That just kind of floated into my mind. I, that would be exciting. Yeah, I mean, they, they like if they if Battlefield Six isn't ready by twenty twenty one, then why not just throw Battlefield Four remastered out there until they can fix it? You know what I mean? Like hold hold, hold people over. Because I know a lot of people. So say I mean, three and four are their favorites. For me, it's one, but I know the most people agree that Battlefield. 4. I think I think three is what really got me into Battlefield. Like I remember I went to Blockbuster and rented it, and I was like so excited because of like the billions that could collapse and stuff. I thought that was like like the future of gaming. It was I, I was so mind blown by the fact that a tank could like take down a whole building and like a the house would collapse on you if you're not out in time and stuff like that. I thought that, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, the dynamic just missions and and, and and multiplayer maps they were massive and you'd play with like forty or fifty other people and it just it just felt like what that type of game should have been. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I agree. So I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool if the, if Battlefield Six kind of made an appearance too at uh, at Game Awards. Because I feel like it's time to show it. You know what I mean? Like, like Call of Duty is getting all the hype, all the talk. Like, people are starting to forget about Battlefield. So, like, just kind of bring it back. Like, look at this. What we're working on. Don't even give a release date. Just say it'll like even even if you say late 2021, that's not bad. Because if you have to push it back to 2022, it's not the end of the world. But I think now's the time for Battlefield to kind of make kind of show what they're doing. Like with Warzone and you know Cold War, just dropping and all that stuff. And like the only thing I see on Twitch is Call of Duty. I don't see anybody playing Battlefield anymore. Yeah, when you go on like PlayStation Live too, it's just people streaming, and it's just all Cold War, Cold War, Cold War, and then you get like one Rocket League, and right? Like, like Cold War. I feel like I feel like Battlefield just needs to show up and be like, hey, we're still we're still existing. Don't don't worry, we're coming out with something big. Like we're not Call of Duty, we don't come out every year type thing. Yeah, I would love to see a new Battlefield. It's definitely been my favorite first person shooter. I just feel in multiplayer in Call of Duty. I just if I don't play sixty hours a week, then I'm probably not going to do very well. Right, that's how I feel too. Like I still haven't, I still haven't played Cold War yet, and I guarantee you, like my friends and stuff are probably like level fifty, level sixty. So if I want to play with them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get thrown into the harder lobbies right out of the gate. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's what my 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 one friend like it's like a week after and he's already prestiged like four or five times and I'm and I'm like, dude, you I, I can't do that. I used to be a huge Call of Duty fan, but for the last couple of years, just kind of, just kind of like I don't know. I haven't really been into it too, too much. I think it's just I'm not like I'm still a, I'm still a gamer, but I don't think I'm as hardcore as a gamer anymore. Like I just play I kind of play now to, you know, kind of dewind from work and stuff like that. Instead of just you know like like competitively like with Call of Duty came out, I was like I'm, I was worried about my KD and everything like that. Now I don't care if how many times I die in Call of Duty. I just go in and play. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I remember just playing games, and then every time you die, you check the score, and you'd be like, all right, I'm, I got nine kills and six deaths. I'm doing all right, and then you just keep doing that. But, yeah, it's just yeah. you can't keep do that anymore. No, I don't. No. And I, I, I just play games just to have fun at this point. So I think Call of Duty is at that point, but there's still a lot of people who take it seriously, and I think that's why I don't enjoy it as much anymore. I mean, Zombies is so. pretty exciting, too. I would play that. I've always been a big zombie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zombies is a blast because it's just, it's just like you just have a good time with friends. And like if you lose, then you just retry again, right? Like no one really cares. So I, mean, I, I still play Black Ops blast, 1 on the PS3 with my uh, my one friend because he still has a PS3. So that's the only reason I still have my PlayStation 3 is because of him. Holy folks. Yeah, it's pretty rough holding that just controller that just feels like a toy. And then you load up the PS3 and it takes 45 minutes to load up the, the game. But it's still fun. Right. I think it's almost been an hour, but uh, <laughs> didn't even mention the orchestras. I mean, the orchestras. Yeah, they always have like, game awards. Yeah, they always have big musical numbers during games. I wonder what I wonder what's gonna be this year. I wonder if it's just an accumulation of all the games, or if they're gonna have like a like a dedicated theme for like 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 the game of the, the game of the year or something. Would just have the orchestra. Because mm-hmm. I know, like yeah, you said it was like what Kingdom Hearts one year, and there was God of War a couple of years ago, and there was Assassin's Creed a couple of years ago after that. So I'm, I'm curious to see that actually, to be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, Hideo Kojima is rumored to be working on the new Silent Hill. And that'd be keep... that'd be wild. I don't do horror games, but I know he <laughs> he kind of had dabbled a bit in that PT in that PT version of uh, oh, Silent Hill, right, on the PS4, and that still that the scariest game I've ever played. Holy smokes! Yeah, I remember playing I, that for I the first time. College with my roommates, and I, I remember one time we were playing it, and some guy literally jumped off the bed and just turtled in the corner. <laughs> we couldn't couldn't handle it anymore because it was so scary, man. What what a game! But yeah, uh, I, I still have a demo. It wasn't even a game; it was a demo. And it was my girlfriend watched the she watched the <laughs> gameplay. I showed her like a week or so ago, and she was like, "It's just one scene, and you're just doing the same thing." And I'm like, "It's the same thing, but each time you enter that door, it's completely different, and you need to figure out what it is." Right. It, and and it's it's kind of interesting to point that out because it's from what I've heard, it's not available to download anymore on any console. So uh-huh. like you can't get it anymore on PlayStation Four. You can't get it on the PS Five. So I wonder if Kojima is working on that and just kind of pulled it off and be like, "Hey." I keep hearing that they're going to announce something like he has something planned for the game awards. So, I mean, I think it's going to be something as long as it's not death Death stranding too. (laughs) No, (laughs) keep that, keep Daryl far away from the, what what an odd, what an odd game that was. eh? like what an odd game. Like visually for that game, I felt like it's like similar to cyberpunk. Okay. It was through the visually. It's like, it's nothing like I've ever seen before. It just looks um, just stellar, but the gameplay, it's the same. You're just, you're just, playing the part of a ups driver essentially going from point a to point b while some black goop attacks you and then you shake it off and then you start listening to music and then you climb a hill and it's just what, is, no what an odd concept of a game <laughs> i mean what an odd yeah. concept but i mean like kojima's a, kojima's a mastermind right so i mean I, I, who am i to question what kind of games he makes but um, I don't know. It's just an odd concept for me. I never played Silent Hill, but, uh, not Silent Hill one, Death Stranding. But I mean, like I said, Kojima was like Kojima's a freaking legend in the game development industry. So, 
Yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting to see what surprises are in store with Mr. Jeff and the Game Awards next Thursday. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going. I'm sure. I'm sure. He's, like, the, like he said, this Game Awards is probably the biggest he's ever done, just because of everything that's going on. No E3 and whatnot. So I'm sure there's a lot of companies that are lining up to get their name games announced that should be announced at E3. Yeah. So th- that's that's episode three of our podcast. Uh, appreciate you guys listening and. Uh, don't forget to follow us, on, follow us on Twitter. The Level 9 Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, if you want to give us a follow there, we, you know, we get uh, updates and stuff when our, when our podcasts go live or when we're recording. And we just like to have fun on, on there. So if you want to follow us there, that'd be fantastic. We appreciate all the support. And yeah, that was a pretty good episode, I think. Well, I'm looking forward to the game work.